0: Welcome to the Whiskey After Work podcast. This is where booze meets business. I'm Doug Shaw, owner of Peach State Business Brokers and Advisors.
1: And I'm Melissa Herger, owner of Brain Train Centers.
0: We are serial entrepreneurs that love to learn from other successful professionals and love to drink whiskey. Hello, Melissa. Hello. How are you doing today?
1: I'm good.
0: Good. I would like to welcome you. To the Whiskey After Work podcast, coming to you live, recorded from Three Strands Vineyard in beautiful Dallas, Georgia. Man, this place is nice. I might have to come out here and do this all the time. Yeah. What do you mean, yeah? This place is beautiful.
1: It is beautiful, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) It's a far drive, but I'll, I could make it oh, work.
0: Everybody bitches about the drive to Paulding County. Well, you don't get this <laughs> in the city of Atlanta. You don't Very get true. this in downtown Marietta. True. This is this is a beautiful facility, and there's lots of good things to drink out here, and uh,
1: and delicious. Yeah. Food.
0: Did you know that this podcast is brought to us by <laughs> Brain Train Centers?
1: Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> like what? What are you going to tell me?
0: Keystone Realty Group. And Peach State Business Brokers and Advisors. And you know what? For the next couple of podcasts, it's going to be brought to you by Three Strands Vineyards in yeah. Dallas, Georgia. Yeah. Today is a uh, Father's Day episode. So our guest is um, my kid. Yes. My I'm oldest so daughter. so
1: excited. Emma
0: Shaw is here, and I am sure that there's going to be all kinds of great things you're going to hear about me. Um, but, yeah, she's in town visiting for a couple of weeks, and... She's now out in the professional world, and I thought I this get be, to do her bio. I know. Shut up. Well, you're going to get it's to do her turn. bio. I'm not reading a damn thing right now. Okay. Oh.
1: You're going to say all the stuff.
0: You know what? Why don't you just tell us who's yes, here today?
1: Yes, I get to introduce Emma Shaw. She grew up out here in Dallas, Georgia. Are we in Dallas right now? We are. Okay. And she now lives in central Pennsylvania. She earned her Bachelor's of Science. I don't know how you created such an amazing child.
0: <laughs> I did it twice. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know how this happened. Okay, she earned her bachelor's of science in physics from Agnes Scott College in 2020 and already has her master's of science in acoustics in 2023. She now works as an aviation noise consultant. In her free time, avoids her dad. Just kidding. I didn't. <laughs> she didn't really say that. She enjoys reading, collecting records, Star Trek, and being a pet aunt. This is so exciting.
0: There you go. Now, what are you going to what what kind of questions are you going to get out of that? Oh god, I know. Well, hey, before we get started because she is my kid, yeah. so that this warning needs to be in there because she is a chip off the old block. Okay. Anything we say on here is uh the opinion of the person saying it mm-hmm. and nobody else and not the businesses and Correct. that sponsor us or anything like that. So if we say something that uh, easily offends you, then it happened and it was the person who said it and nobody else. Yes, yes. And uh, with that, Let's run with that. it, Melissa. Okay, this
1: is what I want to know. I want to know, how was it growing up with a dad like Doug in Dallas, Georgia? Tell me one of your favorite stories about your dad. It doesn't have to be when you were a kid either.
2: I don't know. I, I mean... Get up on it. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> I mean, so... My mom went back to school when I was in middle school and um, became a nurse. I think you have probably talked about that a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so she started on the night shift for the first few years she was nursing. And um, while she was doing that, she couldn't be around us as much. So he ended up being Mr. Mom for a few years. Oh, and boy. I think he's probably mentioned this before. He does all the cooking. Yes. Um, I shouldn't say all, but vast majority of the cooking. Um, so.
1: And he does a good job.
2: Sometimes. <laughs> I don't eat most of what he cooks anymore. Um, uh, yeah. Because he cooks things I don't eat. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> but yeah um we used to watch food network all the time uh we were big fans of alton brown
0: mm. we've got a personal connection to him, we do so. have
2: a personal connection dalton brown um we try not to flex that too much
1: yeah doug will try to flex anything
2: so yeah um i took a flight lesson when i was 15 it was my 15th birthday present it was oh. an introductory flight lesson and when we got there Neither of my parents thought they were going up with me. Mm-hmm. And then flight instructor was like, okay, which one of you wants to go up? And he, he volunteered. Oh, wow. He's the brave one. Yeah. The crazy
0: thing is the flight instructor was who? The Raven. Yeah. And, and who did the Raven work for?
2: Alton Brown. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so
0: that's he was, cool. He was, his, he was his pilot and his, and his instructor. Too, yeah. so.
1: Did he ever get mad at you and yell at you?
2: Oh, all the time.
1: Does he have a short temper?
2: (laughs) He gets red. (laughs) Does
1: Does he get really quiet at first, or does he go straight into yelling?
2: No, he usually goes straight into yelling. Sometimes I don't think he can tell when he's yelling. He he just is naturally kind of loud. True. True. I don't have think anything that was to a say?
0: secret. Well, i got lots of things. I'd like, Emma to <laughs> let her introduce herself a little bit too. So you mm-hmm. had your little bio, but why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
2: Mm-hmm. What kind of things you want to know?
0: Well, Why do you live in central Pennsylvania?
2: Yeah. Oh, I, I went to Penn State, um, which believe it or not, is in the middle of absolute nowhere. Mm. Y- you can vouch for that.
0: Oh, I've driven there a couple of times. It's horrible. Really? Yeah. Uh,
2: the surrounding area is not horrible. It's beautiful.
0: Oh, it's gorgeous up there. It's in the middle of the mountains, but mm. it is. It takes a long time to get there. Even if you fly, you've got to drive for hours to get
2: there. Oh. I had a, a few friends, um, New York, New Jersey, uh, East Coast, and they're like, oh, I'll just take a train out to visit you. You live in Philly, right? And I'm like, mm. uh, uh, uh. How far is it from Philly? Three to four hours, depending on traffic. Geez. Uh, yeah uh two and a half to three hours from pittsburgh depending on traffic um closest city i'd say is harrisburg which is still two hours
1: whoa yeah so you're staying there undetermined okay but you've had a nice time there
2: no i i i've had a like a nice time there um i moved there at a rough time uh i moved there august of 2020 and Mm. Wasn't really able to interact with people, and mm-hmm. I've started grad school, which is a big enough transition. Yeah, um, moved to a new place that I didn't get to visit beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I made a lot of really good friends there, so
1: that's good.
2: Very cool.
0: She's who's who's the most famous friend you've met there?
2: <laughs> I don't know if I can name him.
0: Why couldn't you name him?
2: He's not going to listen to this.
0: No, and even if he does, he'll get a kick out of it.
2: <laughs> I am friends with, uh, with a man named Lucas Riggy jones He was in my cohort for the acoustics program. Great guy. Um, love hanging out with him and his now wife. They were engaged when they moved to Pennsylvania and got married last year. But um, Lucas, when we were in our first semester, started playing fiddle for a band... And I didn't know the band name, so I assumed he was skipping skipping classes for this <laughs> like little tiny indie band. Mm-hmm. The band is Zach Bryan. Oh my goodness! So um, <laughs> wow,
0: that's super cool.
2: So yeah, he's he's playing stadium tours now, and Whoa. it's wild. Yeah, that's they, so cool. They
0: were in in May here and sold out two nights. I mean, sold out wow. in like. 5 minutes. Yeah. Sold out two nights at the Gwinnett Arena.
2: Wow. They sold out that whole tour. Like, that's so cool. Pretty quickly.
0: So he's actually part of the crew that's taken on Ticketmaster too.
2: Oh.
1: Dang, that's super cool. Fun. Yeah.
0: So what is it that you do you don't I know you can't get into too many details, but kind of what is it that you do now that you have your masters in acoustics?
2: Yeah, explain that. So it's not top secret. I just don't want to <laughs> Yeah talk too much about it. (laughs) Um, So what I do is I got my master's in acoustics, which is a wide field that can cover things from architecture to um, biomedical engineering. I've got a lot of friends who do ultrasound research. Mm. Um, It can do stuff with um, electronics. So like I have people who study microphones and microphone mechanics and different parts of electrical speaker systems. There's There is top-secret stuff um, that is done that I don't know about. Mm -hmm. Um, But I studied how airplane noise travels. That's cool. So um, I wrote a thesis on a software um, that was created by the FAA. And most airports do um, noise studies that can determine how... loud it is in the areas surrounding the airports mm-hmm. and they use the software to do this and once the studies are done they can then go forward with noise mitigation plans and then they can also go forward with reaching out to the community so if you live in a house that's within a certain zone mm-hmm. the, the government may give you some money to help like noise proof your house a little more Wow! Um, but I now work for a company that uses that software and um, does these studies for the Airports.
1: That's cool. you love it? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, okay, you like it.
0: She's really just getting rolling. I mean, mm-hmm. she's the she's kind of the new consultant yeah. there. I,
1: I did graduate in May, so. Oh, gosh, yeah, brand new. Oh, that's awesome. She's been
0: working since December.
1: Wow, that's amazing.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, it you is. Learn, learn a skill.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's
0: it's it's cool. We are we're very proud of her. It was uh, you know because of COVID we didn't we did end up getting to see her walk, but it wasn't the same. Yeah. Um we didn't get to go see her graduate from undergrad. Mm. And then they did call them back and have a graduation, but it just yeah. wasn't quite the same. So right. getting to see her walk at Penn State and, and 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 you know with all the graduate degrees and stuff and that was really cool. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a neat experience. Glad we got to go up and do it. Turned out to be a really beautiful weekend and yeah. a good spring weekend for uh, Pennsylvania, which, you know, spring is that season that some states get in between winter and summer. Yes. <laughs> that, you know, and it lasts for sometimes like six, eight weeks. Here it lasts for like three hours.
1: Yes. True. Mm-hmm. True, true.
0: So, you know, when, when one thing Emma and I, you'll see there's two things she, that she and I have very similar tastes. In, and that and, and it's because of me. Yes. Is alcohol
1: mm-hmm. and music. Yes.
0: And uh, the, this poor kid was brought up on my record collection, mm-hmm. which is very diverse. Mm-hmm. I mean, my, my, my range of musical tastes are very, you know, all over the place. Just depends on what I feel like. And I like good music no matter who makes it. Right? Yeah. So um we we you know you know I go to a lot of concerts and uh in fact she um uh, and I went on uh night before last we went and saw uh, the Pixies mm-hmm. and uh Franz Ferdinand and we got there too late to see Bully. so kind of was disappointed we missed missed her but so yeah what was what was the first concert I took you to
2: Rock and Tours
0: Oh yeah Jack White and the Rock and Tours mm-hmm. So, a, a band that doesn't tour, have they even toured since then?
2: Yes. They released a new album <laughs> no, a few yeah. years ago. I was trying to remember mm-hmm. when.
0: But. So, do you know who the Rack and Tours are? No, you know I don't you, know who anyone is unless you know it's who Jack Janet White,
2: Jackson
1: or D'Angelo. You know who Jack was. Or Snoop Dogg. Is. You know who Jack was. Or is. E40.
0: Yeah. Or, 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 or Too Short. Or Maxwell.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. Usher.
0: Come on, you know who the White Stripes were, right?
1: I know the name. Oh, my God. Seven
2: Nation Army?
0: (laughs) She knows that song. I literally
1: don't know anything (laughs) about
2: music. Listen, I used to play the saxophone. Okay, name
0: name somebody that she would know that we've seen.
2: Oh, Luda. Luda. (laughs)
1: Luda's on tour with Janet right now. I know that.
0: We went to Music Midtown, and we made damn sure that we were front and center for Luda. Yes. And even if you don't smoke weed at a Luda show, you're going to smoke weed yeah. at a Luda show.
1: Same as the Snoop one. That's yeah, I'm sure. That's any mm. show, though. Yeah.
2: Anymore,
0: seriously. yeah. yeah seriously.
1: I mean,
2: That's true. Even in the Roxy the other night, I, I could smell. Oh, yeah. Oh, in Atlanta.
0: yeah. Mm. It was either that or somebody brought their pet skunk with them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Well, that is fun. So I'm sure you guys will see many more concerts together. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. it's I, we got to do Red Rocks at some point. I think we talked about that with Justin. That's uh-huh. something I really want to do. Um, yeah. We talked about how Emma and I went and saw uh, Saint Vincent at uh, the Ryman. Yeah. That was that's a great venue if you ever get a chance in Nashville.
1: Mm-hmm. I've seen Jack Johnson.
0: I like yeah. Jack Johnson. A lot. Yes. Yeah.
1: I have seen him.
0: Plus, didn't he sing all the Curious George stuff? He was on
1: the Curious George soundtrack. <laughs> mm-hmm. huh?
0: Yeah. So the kids listened to him from early on. Yeah. Now, I like Jack Johnson a lot.
1: I play him for my girls,
0: yeah. Good. That's good stuff. Upbeat yeah. stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. That is good.
0: Um, we've had the opportunity to do a little bit of traveling with him. And now, she's she's way luckier than you and I ever were Yeah. as, as teenagers and that. I mean, when's the first time you... Traveled out of the country. You, me. me? Yeah. yeah, you, <laughs> Emma. Uh,
2: <laughs> 18. Was that? Uh, but that that wasn't with you.
0: That was with Agnes. No, they, R- right. That. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. We we've been with you, but you've traveled way. I mean, way more than most kids get to yeah. at that age. hmm mm-hmm. But um, we went and looked at grad schools in in Europe right before it oh. was nine oh what August the 19th, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice. And not
0: knowing what was coming up. Yeah. Um, but we were looking at other places with acoustic programs and we ended up in, uh, uh Edinburgh, Scotland and, um, Salford,
1: uh, mm-hmm. university,
0: which is outside of Manchester, England. Nice. And I'll let you tell about that, that we were, we literally stood in the quietest place in the world. Whoa. But I'll let, they claim, go ahead. You talk they about claim. it.
2: It is the nicest anticoat chamber I've been in. So, um, their program I discovered on a trip to England through my undergrad school, mm-hmm. which runs a program called a program called the Journeys Program. Okay. And we were the second class that got to do it. Um, so every first-year student uh, is assigned to a class for their second semester, and the class is about a location and a problem pertaining to that location or, like, a topic pertaining to it. And then over spring break, they get to go to that location for a week. Cool. And it's covered through tuition or whatever. Wow. So I'm still paying for it. Um, Right. But um, my topic was the scientific and industrial revolution in Manchester, England. Okay. So uh, we went there and we toured University of Manchester, which was cool. I got to eat lunch in the same room, They not the same room, but the same building they first split the atom in. Whoa. Yeah. But uh, we also toured University of Salford, and believe it or not, I was one of the only uh, physics students in that class huh. because a lot of them ended up going to Canada and getting stuck in a blizzard. <laughs> um, but uh, we it just happened to tour the acoustics facilities, and... I didn't know that you could get a degree in that
1: Mm -hmm.
2: and most places in the U.S. you can't, Mm -hmm. but, um, I, I kind of thought about going there for a few years and then when we went back, uh, ultimately decided for a few reasons that I didn't really want to do that program. Mm -hmm. But, uh, we toured what is called an anechoic chamber. Sometimes you'll see like little informational posts about them online. Mm -hmm. Um, so the one there is a full anechoic chamber. So you walk in and you've got foam wedges just covering all the walls and the floor. You've got like a, a mesh trampoline you walk in on mm. and it absorbs all the sound. So there's no echo and oh. you can hear people like you when can they hear speak. your
0: heart. It, yeah. it is so quiet that it hurts your ears. Right,
2: right, right.
1: You could hear your own heartbeat
0: yeah yeah I mean it is I can't the whole the whole room is supported by independent concrete pillars it is it is a building within a wow. building and everything about it is isolated wow there is you could yell at the top of your lungs and it would sound like a whisper in there that's oh. it it is it everything is absorbed wow and um the one <laughs> This is so stupid, but have you ever heard that uh, a, a duck's quack does not echo? No. <laughs> so it's this old urban legend, wives' tale, whatever you want to call it, that a duck's quack, that you, it doesn't echo.
2: You quacked in there, didn't you?
0: No. Tell them.
2: Uh, the, the head of the program is actually pretty big into um, acoustics outreach and, okay. and like, popular science stuff so he did a thing and some local paper or website wrote about it uh where he took a, deck, a duck into the chamber to yes. test it and see if it echoes it does <laughs> it does
0: they were talking about they're like oh it was going to be so easy and then we realized that the little wire mesh trampoline you walk on hurts the duck's feet and they had Aww. to do special stuff to so the duck could walk in the in the chamber and everything oh my gosh. duck
2: accommodations <laughs> <laughs> Goofy.
0: So, yeah, we were there, and they said that they claim that it is the quietest place in the entire world. Microsoft claims that they have one that's even more quiet, but mm. Software said that's bullshit. Ours mm. is quieter. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Regardless, it was a really kind of cool experience. That
1: is a cool—yeah, that's amazing.
0: So, um, and then uh, we while we were there, um, getting into the alcohol side of things, uh, we— took a trip up the west side of scotland uh, on the coast and to a little town called oban
1: mm-hmm.
0: a little fishing village called oban and it's got one of the most famous uh, scotch distilleries in the world cool. and i think that was the first time you really got to drink a i
2: think so yeah,
0: yeah a really high-end whiskey
2: mm.
0: and uh what'd you learn from that
2: I learning that there's a lot that goes into distilling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a
0: lot. So, I mean, it was, it was pretty amazing when you're drinking it right out of the barrel. I mean, right. They were pulling out of the barrel with a, a giant glass pipette and, and serving us uncut, you know, 140 proof. Oh, my goodness. Was. Yeah. Wow. So, it was wow. kind cool. Which leads, we, us, yes. yeah, which leads us, which leads us to the really uh, good stuff that she brought today. So I'm mm-hmm. going to let her take off with all this.
2: Yes. So, so you just want me to? I
0: want, I want to know what it is what and is why it? you brought it.
2: <clears throat> yes, I brought a bottle of Jepson's Malort liquor, Mm-mm. T- no. which most people who have never been to Chicago and some who have been to Chicago probably have never heard of. Um,
0: why did you bring it?
2: I just wanted you to try it.
1: <laughs> is it disgusting? We're
0: going to find you're out. Gonna,
2: you're going to see.
1: Do you drink it when you're in Chicago?
2: Uh, I have friends who bring it back from Chicago. Really? And I, I drink it.
0: But the crazy forever. thing is that she bought this at Hops, Grain, and Vine in Marietta.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. So um, I actually am not able to find this in Pennsylvania anywhere. Really? Their, their liquor laws are... Obviously different than Georgia's. Every mm-hmm. state has different liquor laws. Yes. Um, but Pennsylvania owns all the liquor stores. Oh. So you only have one chain of liquor stores in Pennsylvania. And oh. If they don't have anything, then.
1: Then you're not going to find it in You're not going to find them. it in
2: Pennsylvania, yeah.
1: Interesting. What time on Sundays can mm-hmm. you buy liquor?
2: That is not a problem. Right. So you can pretty much buy it all day.
0: Georgia's stupid it's gotten a lot better here Though we
2: have to wait till 12 or 1 is it
1: 12 or 1 on sundays that we could buy liquor to buy it in
0: the store yeah Yeah, but it it varies by county and city what time you can buy it in a restaurant because you can usually get it before noon in a restaurant
1: yeah well i mean
2: i remember the whole aisle being blocked off on sundays when i was a kid and that was the day we always went Grocery shopping. Yeah, so you can't like, buy
1: any liquor on Sundays when I first moved here. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, where to go buy did sat- I just move?
0: You had to go buy it on Saturday night. <laughs> what is wrong with this place?
2: But in Pennsylvania, most grocery stores don't have alcohol because they just start allowing grocery stores to sell beer and wine. Oh, my. Um, I think probably around the time I was in high school is when mm-hmm. some of my Pennsylvania friends said it. Um, and there you have to have a specific checkout lane where you can buy
1: it crazy so in you, california i grew up you could buy it from all
0: the stores no for, for a long time in pennsylvania anything over a six-pack you had to buy from a distributor you what? the same place you would buy a keg is where you went to get a 12-pack
1: weird
2: there's still some pretty strict limits on how much you can buy in the grocery stores
1: wow it's interesting it is weird state to state okay so we got do, do you guys when like your friends bring it back do you drink it just straight like this or do you mix it you drink it straight. You drink it straight. Yeah, drink it straight. Not too much. Mm-hmm. All right. Here. <laughs> you
0: take that one. She's gonna break all the glasses.
1: So what exactly is it?
2: Uh, it is a basque liquor.
0: I gotta look this thing yeah, up. Yeah, what, does that mean? No what is that? Because I have no idea what stuff is. It is herbal. Hmm. Jepson's Malort.
1: Tell us about a it. A
0: Chicago icon. I'm gonna read it from Wikipedia. Okay. It's a brand of Basque liquor, extremely low and th- thujone, whatever that means, introduced in the 30s, and long produced by Chicago's, Chicago's Carl Jepsen Company. I think somebody bought that out.
1: What's a Basque
0: I'm looking. Oh, and, I thought uh, you It's, knew. A, it's literally, uh, Malort means moth herb.
1: <laughs> oh, my.
0: And it's the Swedish word for wormwood, which is the key ingredient in Basque. So this is actually the same ingredients that is used in? Absinthe. Absinthe. Oh, shit. So we might be seeing green shit, I don't know. I'm Cheers. scared. Oof.
1: I can't see. oh my, I don't even want to smell it.
2: Uh-uh.
0: Oh Lord. Oh, that's bitter as oh, hell. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. Oof. Oh Tastes my, god! Like a- that smells something like it. it's made in a bathtub. Yeah. That well, is- um, Like
1: a dirty rag.
0: Yeah, that is horrible.
1: Yeah. <laughs> But they try to put some flour soap on it. Let's see if yeah. we can
0: find that on the ta- on the tasting wheel.
1: Yeah, rag and soap, <laughs> soapy, <laughs> soapy rag, like
0: yeah. yeah. My a mom just in gasoline, washed my yeah. mouth
1: out. All
0: right, one more time. Um, yeah. You know, people in Chicago drink old style too, and that stuff's horrible. Yeah. So maybe it's just people in Chicago don't know what good alcohol is.
1: Maybe it's a joke to play on all the rest of the.
0: Oh. Uh, okay, I'm gonna like, just. Oh.
1: Can we pour it out? <laughs> <laughs> go for
0: it. No, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead. We're going to give it I'm, to Emma. <laughs> I'm going to guzzle this, but I'm going to ask. Um, I'm going to ask Michelle to do something for me. Can you walk around back and watch that cord right there? Yeah. Right and do what? There. And get the ginger out of here.
1: Oh, can you get the? Well, yeah, that's
0: just watch the watch cord there. Cord. Sorry about that.
1: There's ginger in the
0: in this bag right here. Oh, oh. the
2: aftertaste
0: is. It's the, this the aftertaste. Like, this, this, this stuff. This stuff is gas. It's like money. the worst. Oh it's like
1: the worst morning breath. <laughs> oh,
0: thank you so much.
1: Mm-hmm. Let me get one of
0: those. <laughs> All right, we're gonna. Uh, and the, you
1: just downed it like nothing. Yeah,
0: because she wanted I've to get it. O- she <laughs> wanted to get it over How with. How
1: much percent of alcohol is this?
0: Seventy. I think oh, I sh- caught is it. still yours. No, I caught it. Uh, I think it's seventy. Thirty-five percent. Yes, it's a seventy. Yuck!
2: 70%. Yuck! yuck, yuck.
1: Okay, let me get one of those. Woo! Yuck, yuck. Why, why? You do Maybe it grows to us? On You're just. You're just trying know. to be mean to us, aren't you? Mostly him. Yeah.
0: You know, it'd be really nice if you brought something else with you to drink.
1: Mm. Oh, God.
2: Oh, and what well, the fuck is that? That's for you.
0: Haha, <laughs> 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 that's more like it.
2: I have some Angel's oh. Envy. Mmm. Straight bourbon whiskey. Yes. Mm.
0: Finished in what? <laughs>
1: Port wine barrels. Uh, we yeah. haven't had this one. Did no, we have we, another Angels something? We have
0: not had an Angels envy yet.
1: Have you mentioned this one before? Mm-hmm. Is this what you were going to give away?
0: No. I'm giving away a bottle of Blanton's if you we get, open that ever one. get to enough followers.
1: Well, we haven't mentioned that recently. By no, the way, I if haven't. you're listening, you have to follow us and then email Doug. What's the email?
0: Whiskey Whisky After Work Podcast at gmail. Whiskey
1: After Work Podcast at gmail. And you let him know that,
0: that you're following
1: following and when we get to what what do you say 100
0: 150 100 followers and we're I think we're around 80
1: okay 100 followers email and then we're going to do a drawing for a free bottle
0: so yeah so this is going to be a little better this is angels oh, envy yeah this is yes, angels envy
1: oh god I feel like there's... St- there's F-
0: Finished in port barrels. If there's like good. a
1: couple drops still in my glass, it's okay, right?
0: Oh, Do you
2: want to pour some water in? Like- oh, good idea.
0: <laughs> yeah. Lord. Kill me now. I'm so Uh-oh. glad she brought that as kind of a joke yeah. because, whew, man, if somebody brought that and was serious, I'd slap them.
1: <laughs> We'd end the podcast. Like, just you're kicked out of here. <laughs>
0: Do not ever come I've back. Never
1: come back. We're not your friend anymore.
0: Well... This- might, might just can the episode yuck
2: I, I first tried it because a friend brought it to a party and told us it was a bonding exercise
1: mm. to see who threw up first
2: yeah he was, he was weird about weird foods and stuff
1: that is kind of fun though there's always gotta be a weird friend like that okay. especially in college like hey who wants to try this shit
0: <laughs> that's just miserable or all right let's 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 get to this okay so angels envy share. i think this you is like 92 proof um it is 86.6 86.6 it's a pretty bottle so there's a reason that the whole angels envy thing we've talked about the angel share before mm-hmm. when um whiskey's aging in a barrel um, Have we there's about some of ev- yeah. There's some evaporation, and so they, they call it the angel share. Mm. And uh, this is a cool bottle. If you're not watching the video, but it's a cool bottle. It's uh, got a kind of really unique pretty. shape. It's got angel wings on the back of the bottle.
1: Yeah, I like it. And,
0: uh, yeah, let's drink this. All right, this.
1: cheers. Way better. Cheers. <laughs> Wait, I want to smell it first. Oh.
0: Mm. And that is delicious. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh, that's so
0: much
1: better. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Okay, so what so, do we got in it?
0: Um, because it, it's going to be a real sweet to start yeah. with. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, is that um, you're going to pick up a lot of like the maple and molasses and that, mm-hmm. at least I do, C- caramel.
1: I definitely get butterscotch.
0: And maybe even a little okay. bit of honey. It's going to have a lot of the syrupy flavors mm-hmm. to it. And, and part of that's because it's in the port barrels because it's pulling out that, sweet or port wine you
1: know,
0: mm. port is a fortified sweet dessert wine
1: it's very good what do you taste
2: I'd, I'd say yes i definitely taste some sweet um i'd say there's almost a bit of spice in it maybe a yeah. bit of nutmeg Ooh. nutmeg maybe yeah let me try again
0: like a baking spice
1: mm, that's good
0: Yeah, I like port-finished bourbons are probably my favorite.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. That's good. I like, I I still keep tasting the butterscotch, like an actual piece of butterscotch candy. Mm -hmm. Yum. That's very good.
0: I'm going to sit here and drink too much of this. I'm going to a Weller tasting later tonight. Don't
1: do that. Who's driving? Are you driving, Emma?
0: Oh, I'll have to come get me. It's not very far from the house. Okay. So, yeah, we're going to do a Weller tasting at somebody's house tonight and, uh. But this is delicious. I'm going to keep drinking some more of this. Get that freaking Malort taste out of my mouth. Right.
1: like a couple more.
0: So this is actually, when you find this, um, it's spotty when you find it around Georgia, but it's $55, $60 a bottle. Mm -hmm. So not by any means the most expensive. Um, I think it's for the money. It's pretty good. You Um, mix it with anything? Absolutely not. Okay. I wouldn't mix this. I mean, if you want to, you know, a little ginger ale or something, I Mm -hmm. guess you could, but no, I wouldn't mix it with anything. Maybe a splash of water to open it up, or mm-hmm. over an ice cube or something. But this is a good sipper.
1: It's a good one. I like it.
0: What was your favorite so far? I mean, we're this is episode. Oh, this is episode them, no. fourteen. So and Ooh. thirteen of those episodes. No, all of them have all fourteen have had it. So, what was your favorite one so far? I Can't remember. Seriously. Yeah. I think you like the tequila pretty well oh. yeah, that Michael brought. Tell yeah. Me. yeah.
1: That was delicious. Yeah. Okay, but non-tequila? I'm trying to remember which guess. And that'll help me. I mean, I really liked the Maker's Mark ones, though. Yep. Maker, I know those all those were, were good. Like, yeah, I all know. All those were good. But, well, I think it was because I enjoyed really learning about, you know, how it's made in the bottles and all that. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun episode. And
0: last week was kind of a cocktail episode, too. And I kind of... The, the, that uh, was nice. Yeah, the... Um, Manhattans were really good. Those
1: were delicious. So fancy in there. That was so fun.
0: So you've got to have more questions now. For, oh, God, I know.
1: I know. Okay, more. Well, okay. About being a kid?
0: Uh, whatever. I don't care. You're the one that was supposed to kind of handle the interview today know, because it's my kid. Because I'll start asking questions and it's no fun. I know all the answers.
1: I know, but our guests don't. What? Did, okay. Do you have a secret? That you've never told your dad, and now you have to. No, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> Bitch, put me on the spot. <laughs> you sure you're an adult now? Tell me one thing. As a child, you hid from your dad.
0: Oh yeah, tell her. <laughs> <laughs> tell her. Oh what? I know. I know what she. Literally, what she hid. She, she has always had a mouth on her. Okay. And I was Yeah, not,
1: where did I get that from? I, oh, I, I wonder. Have,
0: I have no idea.
1: Right. My 12-year-old was cussing the other day. I was like, you've got to stop effing cussing. She's like, Mom, why do you think I cuss so much? I'm like, <laughs> so oh, shit. I'm like, oh, dang it.
0: I was not beyond putting a little soap in her mouth for being a mouthy. Really? And I found out Jeez. a couple years ago. Did he really
1: her- do that? Hold on. He yeah. did. Yeah. What a dick.
0: So I found out a couple years ago that her grandmother, who, you know, grandmas always protect their grandkids. Of course, like, of course. Had told her to, <laughs> to keep a rag <laughs> in her bedroom, and she'd, get, she'd wet it.
1: And wipe it all out? And wipe it all Smart. I love it. Was that the secret that you were thinking of?
2: Oh, I was going to bring up the... You also knew the answer to this one. That's okay. okay. We I don't. don't care. We yeah. don't. Know. I think I finally told you. By the time we we got to England, Scotland, to tour those colleges, the universities for the grad programs, uh-huh. I'd pretty much decided I wanted to stay stateside.
0: Oh, we didn't care. No. We just used it as an excuse. <laughs> there to get you go. We were just she was using doing it as the as same excuse. thing
2: as you were. <laughs> well,
0: we we made
2: Smart.
0: we made a decision. Um, and I think I've talked about it before we had taken a trip to Costa Rica when my youngest one was turning 16 and my wife just had a fit. She goes, you have to take her with us because her 16th birthday, blah, Mm blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So we took her. Well, then I'm like, well, you know, I've taken her on an international trip and I've never been on a trip with Emma. So I kind of felt obligated Mm -hmm. and we had really (laughs) wanted to do England and Scotland. And Emma's like, I kind of like to go look at these colleges. And that had been quite a you know quite a bit before we yeah, went and yeah. so we yeah why not we'll just do that and even though that yeah i mean
1: you both he, had the same reason when we were at salford
0: when we were at salford the guy there said we would love to have you here but she had mentioned penn state and he said we would love to have you here but honestly if you can get into the program at penn state you need to go there
1: mm, interesting. because
0: it's that well regarded
1: that's amazing that's very that's cool. That's because it's
0: government-funded. I mean, yeah. everything they do there is government-funded, so there's everything. a lot. What did, they, what did the government commit to them over a 10-year period for that school? A billion dollars or something like that? Wow. It was substantial.
2: Wow. For Penn State as a whole?
0: For that, yeah. that, that research department, because they, were, they had that under, underground, uh, they had like an underground torpedo testing unit. Oh, and stuff oh wow. okay. Yeah.
2: No, that's uh, the Applied Research Laboratory, ARL. Yeah. I, I was not a part of that, and being a part of that requires a whole lot of stuff. Special clearances. None of our international students can go there. Wow. Um, I'm not allowed to know most of what's going on. <laughs> oh, that's crazy.
1: And to have a security
2: campus. badge to enter the lobbies. Dang. Right there on the campus. Right there on campus. That's crazy. What's you know, going
0: my on fa- down there? You know what my favorite school is at the uh, at Penn State? Uh, the ag school they have <laughs> they have a dairy program there okay. and one of the things that you can go learn how to do is how to make like cheese and oh. ice cream and things like that that's where ben and jerry learned how to make ice cream
1: really that's and cool
0: Every time we go up there, we haul a cooler up with us and dry, and we buy dry ice from them and pack it full of this awesome ice cream and bring wow. it back. Of course, by the time you pay for all this shit to bring it back, you yeah, yes. spend about $20 per half gallon of ice cream. Right, right, right. But
1: but it's delicious. Yeah, it's pretty worth yeah, it. Yeah, why not?
0: Yeah. yeah. It's called the Berkey Creamery and it is, uh, yeah, there's some good stuff coming out of there. Hmm. So it's it's a neat school. Yeah. I, um, I
1: know. I'm trying to think of more questions, but I don't want to put her too much on the spot. Oh,
0: you're not going to put her on the spot. I mean...
2: I'll flat out tell you no if I don't want to Okay.
1: Anything. Okay. Well, I think you ask her something while I Well, think. no.
0: I Look, so my kid is very independent. I, both the kids. I want them yeah. to figure things out on their own. I want yeah. them to do their own thing. Yeah. Of course, I'm going to nudge and suggest and everything else if I want them to do something different. But... Um, She is, one, she's a vegetarian, but uh, like a pesco-vegetarian. You
1: give her shit for that, don't you? No. Okay.
0: No, I'm cool. Sometimes. She's Uh learned, she has learned how to, both my kids cook really well. That's great. Between me and my wife and uh, um, a couple of grandmas that have, Uh you know, their great-grandparents that have spent time with them, they've learned how to cook. Very cool. And, uh, but she picked up, um, Emma picked up learning how to make Indian food.
1: Ooh, what's your favorite dish?
2: Ooh, pollock paneer. Mm-hmm.
1: Hmm. Oh.
2: any yeah. paneer dish I love. And paneer is what? It is like a firm cottage cheese. Oh, so Interesting. it's almost, is it almost it spicy or no. Uh, well, depending on how you make it. Mm-hmm. But,
1: does it um, normally get made spicy?
2: Depending. Um, what you're in the Definitely mood. a lot of restaurants will make milder versions. Yeah. So, yeah, but it, it does depend.
0: So, and and honestly the That's best amazing. the best meal I had in England um was over because their food is not that great. Mm-hmm. We on uh, the final night there we went to a um South Indian restaurant. It's it was all mm-hmm. vegetarian. Yum. Mind-blowing.
1: Good. Oh yeah, I bet.
0: Yeah, I mean, tore it up and then we <laughs> fin- we finished off our our last pub or whatever that we went to in England before we left the next morning we went to a port wine bar.
1: Ooh.
0: And uh, that was a good, that was a good evening. Best meal I had and and some of the best drinks I had while I was there. Aww, so that's it was, so it was cool. a good evening. Which is good cuz I didn't care for London. No. It I've to been. me it, it wasn't bad. It just was like a cleaner version of New York to me. I, I know. mean there was some interesting stuff there but I didn't I was more about northern England and I love Scotland. Absolutely love Scotland. It's just the the scenery the the castles the yeah. distilleries everything about it the I just, sheep the sheep a oh, lot of damn lot sheep. Of sheep
1: yeah I went I went for the rugby world cup to England did oh, I tell you that no you didn't when it, Phil played was Phil played playing in, in it yeah. yeah okay I got to watch my ex husband he played um, USA rugby okay. and he played in New Zealand and then he played in England and so I went with his sister we had a great time and um, one night we went on a Jack the Ripper tour.
0: <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Uh,
1: uh-huh. we went to every single place that he killed someone. It was so creepy. <laughs> it was so nuts. I was like, "Okay, this is weird energy." I'm, I was like being like Michelle Froge. I was like, "Okay, <laughs> get your spirits away from me, sir." <laughs> <laughs> Woo-woo! <laughs> Woo-woo, get the hell out of here. That's funny. Uh, it was crazy, but it was very interesting. But yeah, I agree like the food wasn't that great. I always I'm always for Asian food, like uh, Vietnamese or Thai food. So we mm-hmm. found a couple Vietnamese places. They were so, all right, yeah.
0: My daughter is converting to Judaism. Oh. Which is not an easy thing to do. You yeah, have to do it as, well, well, first of all, what traditional Judaism, like is females have to be born, born into the religion. Mm-hmm. But really? is it reform and reconstruction? She said no.
2: You're giving the wrong info. Okay, Shush. You, let Emma talk. So orthodox (laughs) conversions are usually longer and there are more stipulations.
0: But Um, you can as a female convert.
2: Yes. Yes.
0: See I always thought you you had to be born in.
2: Okay. Um and I say you technically don't convert into the sect. It depends on who your rabbi is and who your Bayot Dean is. So a Bayit Dean is one of the last steps, it's composed of your rabbi and community members and they basically act as a panel like a judging panel mm. to see if you're ready <laughs> tell me why because <laughs> thousands and thousands of years of history have told you have told us it is not easy to be jewish mm. i mean
0: so they, why it's so no, hard or why she no, decided why to why you do
2: decided
1: it? sorry i should have been more clear yeah why did you decide
2: um, I mean, not to kind of put you on the spot with put on the parenting spot, spot here and, and i I don't think it's a bad thing we didn't. We went to church for a few years when I was really young, but after that, I really didn't feel a connection to anything for a mm. long time. Yeah, you didn't.
1: You no. weren't raised very no. religious at all. Oh, not at all.
2: Yeah, um, and we had very religious family.
0: Yeah, oh. well, I mean, and I came from a very religious family, and it's mm. I got burned out on organized religion. And yeah. So, you know, my youngest one would go to church with the neighbors. I was cool with it, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah. it, it didn't hold them back from anything, but I didn't push them to anything either.
2: I like that. I, That's what I'm doing with my girls. I also say that when we talk about organized religion, we are almost always talking about it, whether we realize it or not, from a standpoint of a certain view of Christianity. Agreed. Sure. Yep. Agreed. Because part of my journey was... Um, Two of my closest friends at college were um, head of the uh, Jewish student organization. Okay. And when you run a student organization, as I did, I ran a few um,
1: Mm
2: -hmm. academic related ones, uh, and you serve food at those, you need to prove that people are showing up. So I would get invited to these things and they'd be like, just come, there's free food, we just need a signature right. to prove that people are showing up right. so we can keep our funding. Yeah. So I would show up to these things and I'm, I mean, I've always had the opinion that if you're going to attend something like that, you need to kind of be respectful and participate in a respectful way. Yeah. Um, and I kind of found that it, it felt right to me and I, I talked to my friend about it, and she was telling me some of her experiences growing up Jewish, and mm-hmm. um, how she views things, and I was doing some research, and kind of realized that some of my ideas aligned, mm-hmm. um, particularly with um, some Reconstructionist ideals. Uh, so I tend not to think of God as man or person in the mm-hmm. sky. Mm-hmm. I kind of think it's more, there is something that drives us. Yeah. Yeah. to connect with each other and do better.
1: That's awesome.
2: Um, what form that takes, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I also really liked that it is a religion that very much encourages questioning.
1: Mm. Many so, religions do not encourage that. Right. They're like, don't ask that.
2: Particularly some of the religions, like some of the <laughs> parts of Christianity I witnessed growing up yeah. with our family and people well, surrounding wait us wait. Uh, you
1: know that I was raised pentecostal
0: okay, oh. so you you would definitely understand better that my my family uh, <laughs> on my father 's side was a non denominational they met in each other 's homes. They sincerely believe that they are an extension of the disciples of Christ yes. they believe that their religion that their religion was carried on from the disciples mm-hmm, of Christ. Mm-hmm and they were very strict like mm. it's changed a lot since i was a kid it's gotten relaxed a lot more but yeah. no televisions in the house women wore their hair up only let it down for their husbands they mm-hmm. wore dresses and skirts mm-hmm. they did, you know all these things yeah. and it was a strict religion and right. my grandfather was very strict now my grandfather was a very loving man yeah. and my kids loved him dearly but mm, he was right. very it was a very strict religion yeah. a very strict household yeah. and i think the kids saw that too and that's not something they wanted to be part of and it really yeah. wasn't anything i wanted to that, yeah. you know i wanted to be i respected it my grandfather lived he lived his with his beliefs he he yeah. walked the walk yeah. I, he, I mean he was a a very good man and a very um you know very faithful man to his to you know to his religion sure, but I, was, I i yeah. didn't want to be I that's not who i wanted yeah. to be
1: mine wasn't like um like dance with snakes that kind Speaking of that in cost. In but we did speak in tongues oh, really? okay. we did we spoke in tongues we um sometimes i in speak in s- tongues but it's usually for from from angels, the alcohol oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah slain in the spirit prophets we had like three-day evangelists come in and mm-hmm. you know do yeah. all that and, yeah but it, <laughs> so i think I, i've never talked about this I, I was raised in all black churches Really, I never told you oh, that. Oh yeah,
0: no, she was raised. She was raised in, in the projects in. Um, I know it sounds in crazy Di- in San Diego. San Diego, and she's, oh, okay. San
1: Diego does have the projects, but I was raised in all black churches. So when we did communion, which in um, Pentecostal churches anyone could take communion, mm-hmm. like if you've turned your life over to God and right. become a born again Christian, you could take communion. So, but we didn't serve um, alcohol because most of the people in the church were recovering alcoholics. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> and drug addicts, like that's how I was raised. And they were like right. churches for three hours long. The oh, music would God. last at least an hour and a half. The preaching would. La- I would fall asleep most of the time. And at our churches, we didn't have like kids zone or like, you know, that type of thing. Like it was just straight up. You sit in church and you listen. And we okay. we did we did have to dress up and wear dresses like for mm-hmm. church. That was just yeah. out of respect to show up. Like, right. but. Yeah, that's very interesting. And now I I have two daughters that I teach I haven't gotten deep deep into religion conversations with them because their dad is actually an atheist. Okay. And then I was raised Pentecostal and as an adult I was like, what is what is really going on? So now I really believe more like in the universe and there's an energy out there that, you know, in our own subconscious and all that that we're connected. So that's pretty cool that you're doing that.
2: Yeah, and I think, I think with religion, at some point, it becomes important to realize you don't need to be right. Mm-hmm. Because nobody's going to understand absolutely everything yeah. about it.
1: And nobody knows the actual truth.
2: No, and <laughs> what happens if you, if you die and find out? Right? I mean, if you even have the capability to find out. Right.
1: <laughs>
2: I, I'm not too concerned with being right. I'm more concerned with doing the best I can while I'm alive.
1: And being at peace, yeah? Yeah. I mean, that's Being the a decent human being. Being decent and being at peace for your own self. Because if you're fighting about things like religion, then obviously you're not at peace. So maybe you should look into believing in something else, maybe. Right, right. <laughs>
2: and people can believe however they want. Exactly. I, as, as long as...
1: They're not hurting anyone. are
2: respectful about other, yeah. Yeah. Because I, I think I get into as many arguments with atheists about that as I do with yeah. hardcore Christians. Right.
1: Oh, definitely. That's definitely the truth.
0: So I wanted to touch on one more thing, and and, and this I don't even know the answer to, but I think you, you've, you're you pretty charitable. And um, what kind of things do you, I always try to wrap things up with talking about something that, is near and dear to you or charitable, you know, some sort of charity or some sort of organization you like to work with. Um, kind of what's, what's your thing these days? What what have you been working with?
2: Um, I've been meaning to do some, some mutual aid work, but our one mutual aid organization and state college has kind of been on hiatus. Um, I, I've been looking at moving to different cities. I'm not going to go too much into that here because they're a little uncertain, but Mm -hmm. I think, I think any city I move to, I want to get involved with a mutual aid organization. Mm -hmm. Um, I think getting involved with maybe Food Not Bombs would be a good place for me.
1: Mm -hmm. I haven't heard of that.
0: Tell us about that.
2: Food Not Bombs is not like a national organization. I want to say it was, I can't remember when it was organized. Um, Started in one city and then other chapters started popping up, but they're not technically connected they just mm-hmm. agreed to use the same name okay. and i think the only thing that you have to agree to is that um, all the food is vegan so just uh, okay. accessible to more people yeah which veganism is not always accessible to more people i, mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. to say that
1: yeah
2: um
0: Recovering food that would otherwise be discarded and shares free vegan and vegetarian meals with the hungry in over a thousand cities in sixty-five countries.
2: Wow, that's amazing. That's great. So with a lot of charities, so like food banks and whatnot, you've got to get a referral. Hmm. Um and sometimes you you can be really struggling and unable to put food on the table and yeah. You're not able to get a referral because technically you make too much. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: um, yeah. So organizations like this are made kind of with the understanding that any of us could be in this position at any time. Yeah. And we live in a country or in a world, really, where most of us are one paycheck away from total total financial yeah. ruin. True. Um, so anybody can come and get the food. Yeah. Anybody can participate, so
1: that's amazing like that's that. cool that's a cool organization yeah yep. wherever you end up that would be great to see you get involved with that
0: well do you have anything else that you would like to ask Emma while we've got her here
1: oh, gosh I know I feel like there's something I want to know but I can't I mean what's your proudest moment I want to ask you that
0: my proudest moment yeah um the master's degree was pretty cool yeah but, um probably, and I think i 've discussed this before, probably the coolest thing i 've ever watched her do was playing a wind ensemble on the stage at yes. Carnegie Hall. That yes. was an incredible experience, yeah she 's done a lot of things over the years to make me very proud, but that that was more than just being proud. that was sitting in awe right. at, at the the opportunity that we had to yeah. to see and, and and do all that, but I mean. You know the, the the educational stuff is really you know really good. I, mm-hmm. I I've really enjoyed the last year watching her as she started her professional career and has really kind of taken taken hold of things. Mm-hmm. And I mean, she's always been independent, but it's been fun watching her like start her for real adult adult life, life. Right? and okay. and, yeah. and handling it way better
2: <laughs> than most <laughs> than most. Because how her, old are you? uh i'll be 25 in august wow august
0: what 27th okay and the best part is that she's not afraid to call and ask me for advice and uh you know that's good i mean she's not afraid to come home and visit she would never move back to my house
2: oh that's good i'm also not afraid to ignore the advice good but you but that's it's it's advice i mean it's for
0: you for the process and yeah you know i i tell her what i think and 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 how i would handle it or maybe give her suggestions on how she should handle it but getting ready to be 25 years old that's ultimately got to be her decision now and i'm gonna i'm gonna support it you know whatever it is and i may prod her and poke at her if you know she ignored me and 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 it didn't turn out the way she wanted it to, mm-hmm. but I'm also going to support her and be there to, to help her out. So, mm-hmm. um, but it's fun. It's fun when they get to the adult age and watch them. I mean, she's learning from her mistakes. She's learning from her successes and that's, that's what's supposed to happen.
2: This was a very long winded way of saying your proudest moment is when you quit paying my bills.
0: <laughs> I won't say it was my proudest moment. It may have been one of my happier ones. Right. <laughs> oh,
2: that's hilarious.
0: So uh, we, well, I know when we I look, I, I, Gave her a check at graduation to pay off the pay off the student loan That's I was awesome. committed to, and yeah. and uh, yeah, she got her own credit card. Now she's not even using my credit card wow. anymore. And I mean, I this used is, it the other day. Oh, did <laughs> you? I hadn't seen it yet.
2: It was like eleven dollars. Oh, you'll be fine. Uh, you guys okay. are.
1: Awesome. <laughs> I'll pay you back. <laughs> you You guys have done a great job, and yeah, this is pretty cool to see.
0: So. With that, you've just received your Father's Day gift, everybody. It's the Father's Day episode of Whiskey After Work. Yes,
1: weekly.
0: Yeah, if you've got, uh, if you've got any mm-hmm. questions, comments, suggestions, ideas, guests that you would like to recommend, or if you want to be a guest yourself, email us at whiskeyafterworkpodcast at gmail.com. Also, mm-hmm. let us know if you have started following us, and we'll put you in the drawing for a bottle of Blanton's. Mm-hmm. And other than that... I don't think we have any other announcements. Oh, I do have an announcement. July 27th, I think. Let me look. I think it's the last Thursday in July.
1: I'll be here. And I, I heard from Kristen that you were talking shit. You're like, I don't care if Melissa yeah, there Yeah, I couldn't or not. wait. I couldn't I'm wait. I got a, a venue. Well, I'm going to be here, so awesome. I will be So
0: there. we are having yes. at the Hadley Studios, Winter Street. Uh, Winter Street Studios on the Square Marietta july 27th we are having a whiskey after work event Mm -hmm. um pay attention to the to the social media pages um i know for sure that we're going to be doing a three strands wine tasting we'll talk about that a little bit when we talk to jason in our next episode i am working hopefully to have short barrel bourbon and rye do a tasting there also they're an Atlanta based they just bought the old fourth Ward distillery yeah they're a booming Atlanta based bourbon company whiskey company and uh we're hoping to have them as the uh, guests too. so kind should be a good event time. it's coming together and uh Justin's offered up the studio to do oh, it there and we're gonna have a we're so gonna have cool. a great time so that's gonna be July 27th great time but uh with that I'm gonna say cheers and uh yes till next episode
1: Cheers. Thanks for coming on. Thank you.